how do we get rid of aches and pains and empower ourselves to move confidently without medications or surgeries? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Eric Wallace of Modus RX Physical Therapy, and this is the Modus RX Audio Experience. Hey friends of Modus RX Audio Experience, it's Haley here, the marketing extraordinaire at Modus RX Audio Experience. Today's podcast is all about a lady who walks into an MRI machine. While listening, head over to bit.ly slash seven back pain secrets to check out our free guide made just for you. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you. All right, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Modus RX Audio Experience. My name is Dr. Eric Wallace. We are here live in the home office once again. And this week, we are talking all about MRIs, magnetic resonance imaging. Uh, Who here? Raise your hand if you're listening or if you're watching. Raise your hand if you hear MRI and you think back pain uh, pretty quickly after that. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's, as we continue on our talks about back pain today, we're going to talk about MRIs and, uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. Today's story is called a lady walks into an MRI machine, actually 10 of them. All right. And, uh, this is a, a story about a lady that for whatever reason decides to, uh, take the plunge and get not one MRI, not two MRIs, not three MRIs, but 10 M- MRIs, uh, 10 MRIs at 10 different testing centers, 10 different imaging sites. And I just want to talk a little bit about what this lady went through and uh, what she found or what they found in, in terms of her um, in terms of her findings upon exam. All right. So uh, let's, let's kind of tell, let's set, the, let's set the story. Let's set the, the tone here. This lady has, uh, first of all, she's 63 years old and she has uh, lower back pain as well as uh, what we would call radiculopathy at L5S1. So those were her findings upon clinical evaluation, meaning she went somewhere and without an image, without the uh, without the tool of, of technology of, of an MRI, they thought that this was her, this was her conclusion. This was her diagnosis, so to speak. Um, and so for those of you with basically what that means, layman's terms, a back pain that was radiating down into her leg. Okay. So that is where she's at. She says, well, let's, let's go to 10 different MRI machines and see what happens. So this lady, let's call her Karen. Karen goes to uh, 10 different MRI machines, 10 different t- testing centers, and then has 10 different readings, uh, 10 different reports that were, were read out from a, from a radiologist. Okay, so I'm going to share my screen to give you a little bit of the, um, the statistics, so to speak. Um, so really what I want to talk about is reliability of MRIs. And this is getting into a little bit of that with this story of, of Karen. So, so Karen went to 10, I'll say it one more time. Karen went to, to 10 different MRI exam testing centers and got 10 different radiology reports. Um, and so she thought she had one problem. She thought she had back pain that was radiating into her leg, but um, there were 49 distinct findings that were reported 
uh, related to a distinct pathology, meaning that uh, according to the MRI machines, Karen had 49 different things going on, okay? Uh, and I'm just, I'm just putting this out there, right? This is just a story. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you, uh, but this is just a story. And this was, this was the, this was the uh, case in point here. Number, number two, um, there was only one finding that was consistently reported in nine out of 10 MRIs. So out of 49 distinct findings, only one of those findings was consistently reported in nine out of the 10 MRIs. So um, I don't know what that percentage is, but one out of 49 different findings was on, was on nine out of 10 of the MRIs, all right? Now, number three, 32.7% of interpretive findings only appeared once across all 10 MRIs, okay? So um, of the interpretive findings, meaning things that the radiologist interpreted were going on in the MRI, uh, only 32% of those findings appeared across all 10 MRIs, appeared once across all 10 MRIs. And here's the one that I really like. Um, that I really find in interesting about how this could be is there were two exams that reported a disc herniation at all five lumbar segments and one exam reported none. So out of all 10 MRIs, two of them decided that Karen had five different disc herniations at all five levels for, for again, those of you that maybe are not anatomy junkies, um, we have five lumbar vertebrae, meaning there's five discs possible. And two of these exams showed that Karen had a disc herniation at all five of them. One of the exams uh, interpreted or, or, or uh, reported that she had none. So, um, so where am I going with this, right? And you'll see the question here on the screen. I'll stop sharing in a second. But but as you look at as you look at these, or as you, if you're listening at home, if as you're as you're listening to what I just laid out it's a lot of inconsistency, right? It really is a lot of inconsistency. And I don't, I don't mean it to A, completely, completely bash on MRIs. B, I don't mean it to completely bash on radiologists. And C, I don't mean to be an arrogant, you know, what about it? But the problem is that we're treating MRIs in back pain land like they are gold, like they're the gold standard. And like, once I get that MRI, I'll have all the information that I need to make a good decision. And when I see something like this, which I hate to break it to you, but this is an actual true story. Um, this is a case study that was done in 2017. Uh, and and this, this lady did go to 10 different testing centers and had 10 different reports. Um, so this is a true story. If something like this is happening, I don't know how confident any of us should really feel about going to get an MRI uh, for back pain and using that as the gold standard of our decision-making process, okay? Uh, I, I don't, trust me, if you, if you spend enough time with me, I am not, a, um, I'm not an or, or person. What I mean by that is it's not this or this. It's not one or two. It's not disc or muscle. It's not, it's just, it's not, life is not that way. I'm not an or person. I'm an and person, right? So, you know, why don't we, do some good conservative care, get a good evaluation with somebody like yours truly. And then if we're really, really struggling down the road to make progress and we feel like there are some red flags, 
then and let's get an MRI and see if that gives us any more information. But really, really, really bluntly speaking, I, I struggle with the fact that so many individuals are getting MRIs. The public is not educated enough on things like this that are that are out there. And, um, you know, I struggle with the fact that we're going to have big time decisions being made off of information like this. Is this reliable enough for you? Um, if you had back pain and you were determining, well, should I do conservative care? Should I do an injection or should I do surgery? Would this be reliable enough for you to say, yep, cut me open. Let me, let me go under that knife. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm asking the question and uh, I'm trying to get maybe a, some, ed, uh, some public education on MRIs and, and how unreliable they actually can be. And, and B, I'm getting you to think about the whole process of uh, evaluation and clinical findings and putting it all together to, to make a good decision. So that's what I really want to, to go with on, on today. You know, the, the story of Karen walking into 10 different MRI machines, getting 10 different reports and, and having the reports be so inconsistent is to me a little bit concerning. Now I will, I will play devil's advocate and say, this is a case study. This is one person going to 10 different MRI machines. I know there are a lot of people out there with back pain. I know there are a lot of different places to get uh, MRIs. So I will say it's a case study. This is a limited sample for any of you white paper junkies out there that are going to, um, you know, try to knock down the, the uh, quality of, of what I'm talking about. I will give you that. But um, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a case in point of, I think we need to really think about how MRIs are used. If you're out there and you're wondering, is an MRI right for me? I would say potentially at some point, but you got to have some really, really big red flags. Number one, meaning for me, it's got to be as bad as um, bowel or uh, bladder loss of function significant, significant symptoms going into your legs, both legs, where you almost have, have lost function of both legs and um, pain that is incredibly unchanging, meaning no matter what position you get in, what you do, what time of day, the, the pain does not, does not change. It does not alter. Those are three things that I really would, would prefer to see before somebody says, yes, definitely, I'm going to get an MRI. The other thing is making sure that we're having a good conservative course of action to go along with that MRI. Um, individuals that we work with that have conservative episodes of care where we've done all the, uh, you know, alternative therapies, we've done strength training, we've done uh, discussions on kind of how they feel about their, their situation, pain education, exercise induced therapies, these types of things. If we've done that, we've given it the good old college try and we're still confused Absolutely. We're going to have a conversation about that, right? But the, the, the fact that a lot of people will have back pain, get an MRI, and then decisions are made based on that MRI is incredibly, incredibly scary to me. And, um, you know, it's scary on the pocketbook. It's scary on future function in terms of what can happen, uh, you know, many years down the road, all these things. So, you know, that's the story of Karen. Um, Karen walked into 10 different MRIs and she got a lot of different information with very, very little consistency uh, between those findings. And if that's all Karen had at her disposal, I don't know how she would make a good decision moving forward in terms of what to do about her back pain. So 
I plead with you, if you've had an MRI and the MRI told you something and it was not a positive finding, number one, you are not your MRI, right? You are not broken. You are not bulging. You are not herniated. You are not radiculopathy. You are not stenosis. You are not uh, ridic- whatever else, radiculitis. I had all these other words that you, if you ever read an MRI, you got to have a gosh darn, you know, uh, advanced medical degree to, to even understand it. So, um, so, so one point, uh, case in point, number one, you are not your MRI case in point. Number two, make sure you have a team of people that are helping you make this decision, right? Um, make sure you're getting all the information and coming up with a good decision. Make sure you're talking to multiple people before you make some of these decisions. I, I don't think we stress that aspect of a second voice in the conversation enough when it comes to these things, um, even myself included, right? If I say something and I'm feeling really, really positive or, or, or really, really certain about it, and the individual in front of me has a little bit of a feeling in their gut, like, ooh, I'd, I don't know about that, right? I would be the first to say, go talk to the guy down the road, go talk to another physician, go talk to another chiro, go talk to another physio, get that second voice and make sure that you, you gather all the information. Okay. So those are the two big things that I would say um, in terms of MRIs and how do we utilize them in our plans of care? Uh, what I think is best practice for the individuals that we work with. Okay. So um, Karen, hopefully uh, your back is doing well and you're feeling better. Uh, this study was by Herzog et al. 2017. So um you know, that is a actual case report. Anybody has uh, wants more information on that, I'm happy to share that with them. Um, but that's what I got for today. Make sure those MRIs, it, they come up often in the back pain conversation. Uh, July is back pain month here at Modus RX. And um, I wanted to make sure that we have some proper education out there for MRIs and what they ultimately mean for us in our back pain decision-making process, okay? With that being said, uh, if you're still listening, we got a couple of things that are going on this week. We have a uh, free e-guide for you that you can access. Uh, we also have our Build a Better Back online program. And um, if you're local and you're in the area or you're in the state of Wisconsin and you want to hop on a call with us uh, and, and get a little bit of information about what we do, uh, we do also offer our complimentary discovery sessions to uh, talk you through some of this stuff. Even if you have questions about the MRI, make sure you reach out to us. Now is a good time to start getting to the root source of this. And we are here for you as resources to help you make a good decision. So um, I believe our, our uh, lovely marketing assistant, Haley, has uh, left some information for you. Feel free to take action on, on some of these things as we're dropping them out this month, all right? And if you're listening to this sooner than later, we do have a low back webinar coming up at month's end. Keep your eyes peeled for that. And don't be afraid to follow us on all the major social media platforms and, uh, and podcasts as well so that you can continue to get some of this information. All right. Once again, hope everybody's having a great week. We got game four tonight of the NBA finals with my Milwaukee Bucks. So hopefully I'm a happy camper uh, tomorrow. I always am for the most part, but uh, hopefully I'm a little extra happy because we're all tied up going back to Phoenix 2-2. And once again, you are not your MRI. Have a wonderful week. Once again, Dr. Eric Wallace, Modus RX Audio Experience. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Modus RX Audio Experience. 
If you would like more information on how to run through a pain to performance transformation in your life, then please go to our website, modusrx.com, that's M-O-T-U-S-R-X.com, and there you can find free guides and helpful information to help you live a healthier, more active lifestyle. And until next time, this is Eric Wallace, and this is the Modus RX Audio Experience.